We've been exploring the metta practice as described and offered in the commentaries of the Buddha suttas using this method of using phrases may I be happy may you be happy may you be healthy may you be safe may you live with ease as example phrases each of you I I, uh, believe that both Bhante and Noliway encouraged you to play with phrases that will actually resonate for you. That's one aspect of this um, practice offered in in the commentaries. And another aspect is this choosing particular individuals as a place to begin offering these wishes. The wishes... Um, express the wish of kindness, of goodwill, and we uh, choose a particular individual with whom to attempt to connect and offer those wishes. Some of the reasoning behind that, and and we have these different categories of beings that we explore, the last couple of days exploring self and benefactor or someone for whom it's very easy to connect with and offer wishes, well-wishing. Then a dear friend, someone that you're close to, perhaps intimate with, someone you know well, for whom it seems like it should be easy, but because we know them so well, there's often a lot of the relationship that enters in. Thoughts, memories of things they did that, hmm, they did that thing. And so those things may come in as we're exploring the metta practice. And this is part of the reason for picking particular individuals. If we simply explore offering metta for all beings. It's possible that uh, we can kind of have this mm, airy notion of all beings without touching into the specifics. It's like, oh yeah, all beings, may all beings be happy. And yet when we bring a particular individual in, it begins to expose the rub, the places where metta is perhaps not quite so natural and easy as we might hope or think it would be. And so in these categories of beings, we have these five categories of being self, easy being, dear friend, neutral person, and difficult person. We pick specific beings for each of these categories But every being on the planet can fall into one of these five categories. Sometimes one being might fall into more than one category. A dear friend could sometimes fall into the difficult person category. Or ourselves. We might be easy sometimes and not so easy sometimes. And yet what this does for us in picking the specific individuals is it it helps us to explore the realm of 
all the kinds of relationships we might have with with beings and looking at where there might be a challenge, a rub for the metta. One of my colleagues, Guy Armstrong, sometimes speaks about the metta practice as being like taking a a metta magnet and running it over your heart. And the purpose of a magnet, or the function of a magnet, we could say more than the purpose, but what a magnet does is it draws its opposite to it. And so this is kind of what what happens as we explore the metta practice. Offering these well wishes, sometimes we might connect and see a sense of um, connection, of care, of kindness in making these wishes. At other times, we might feel the opposite. This is not the metta practice not working. This is the metta practice working. It's revealing those areas where there's a little bit of a rub, a little bit of stickiness. It's pulling it into consciousness so that it can be seen, held with mindfulness. And potentially, over time, released. Sometimes I I like to encourage people, especially with with the dear friend, for instance, offering, may you be happy, may you be healthy, and then these thoughts of the grinchiness, but they did that thing come up. It's like, yes, they did that thing, and I wish them well. Can the heart hold both, not repressing that rub, fully opening to it? Yeah, there is that rub, and... Can I keep the heart open to wish them well? So today we're going to bring the, um, the neutral person into the mix here. And so while I speak a little bit about the neutral person, you might reflect on someone that you could choose. Sometimes it, it might be somebody here on the retreat that you don't have a particular feeling about one way or the other. Somebody that you don't know well. It could be somebody in your um, home environment that you see regularly, a postal worker. Uh, oh, when I was teaching a meta class recently, several people said their barista at Starbucks became their neutral person. So somebody that you can kind of uh, connect with a little bit, you, you have enough of a sense of them to be able to perhaps visualize them or maybe you know their name. But you don't have a particular relationship with or not a very intimate one. So somebody for whom it feels pretty neutral. Again, this is, this is a kind of a turning point in the metta practice from beings with whom we have connection self, benefactor, and dear friend, to a being we don't know very well. So this person, this neutral person, kind of begins to be, be the stand-in for the vast majority of beings on the planet. Because most beings on the planet are in this category. We don't know them very well. 
and picking a specific person that we don't know very well and looking at what does it feel like to wish them well begins to expose some of our uh, some of the ways in which it, it, the, it may not be so easy to just unconditionally wish, wish somebody well that we don't have much of a relationship with. And also in wishing for the happiness of a neutral person, someone that we don't know well, unlike for ourselves or perhaps our benefactor or our dear friend, Sometimes in the practice of metta, we are exploring, um, you know, in wishing them well, we can, we can be very playful and creative, wishing them, uh, and when I was working with a dear friend, at one point I was exploring a friend that is an artist, and I would envision my friend in, in, her, in her artist studio making art. This is a place where I knew she was happy. And so we can play with the imagery uh, for the metta practice with each of the phrases, you know, that, that can be a support for having the, the metta become a little more enlivening. With a neutral person, we don't know these specifics. And so we, uh, we, we can explore kind of a reflection on what are the general human ways in which we know beings are happy. They are cared for. They have relationships of, of caring and love in their lives. They have the, um, enough food and shelter in their lives. So, you know, really these basic human needs that we have, that these, these wishes express, happiness, health, safety, and well-being. And so we can um, begin to connect with beings on a more human level here than a specific level in envisioning each of these phrases for somebody that we don't know well. Some of the difficulties that come up with the neutral person sometimes Sometimes actually, for some people, it, it, and for quite a few people actually, it can be easier to wish a neutral person well because there isn't the specifics. That may be true for those of us who are aversive types. When we get to the specifics, that's when things get like sticky for us. And without the specifics, it's more like, yeah, of course I wish you well. And so for some, for some, this uh, connection with the neutral person can begin to actually open us to a more easeful connection of metta. And if that's happening for you, that's wonderful. And yet what I do find too with the, the neutral person, it can be a little harder to stay connected because we don't know them. And so the mind can tend to lose interest sometimes with the neutral person. It becomes a little harder to, to maintain the connection. There can be boredom that arises with the neutral person. When these kind of difficulties happen, it's okay. You know, again, this is, this is the metta practice revealing kind of the sense of almost... Um, um, 
the lack of connection with people that we don't know. In attempting to express this wish of connection, the metta practice drawing its opposite around the neutral person can often reveal, hmm, I don't feel very connected. That's okay. That Just keep going with the phrases. Saying the phrase in your mind. Understanding what it means. And, and by that, I, I just really mean the dictionary definition of the words. May you be happy. And that connection with that wish, that intention of wishing someone well. We may not actually feel the connection, and yet can we connect to the intention or the wish that they be well? And then a big part for me, and I, I know that Noliway spoke of this too, so I want to just re-emphasize it. A big part is around with each phrase, it's like you have put the thought into your mind. And thoughts are potent, actually. They have a power in our minds. They can evoke things. And so the, the exploration is offering that wish How does it land? How does it feel to have made that wish? What is the embodied experience? And often I think in this area, in the area of the heart, it can be useful to just kind of check in with each phrase, checking in. How how does the area of the heart feel now having made that wish? You may or may not notice anything. It may be not much change. It might be just a subtle shift in, in the direction towards connection or in the direction towards non-connection. Just honoring and opening to however it is for you with each wish. This um, is using mindfulness with the metta practice to see how do these thoughts affect my experience in the present moment. So taking some time with each phrase. It's not like um, you get more points if you say more phrases. You know, just trying to roll them in. It's really helpful to say the phrase and check in. How is that? So a kind of a steady but connected exploration with these phrases. Sometimes another difficulty we may run into, and we run into this with various categories of beings, but um, one that I really met when I first started practicing metta is this belief or view that metta is a zero-sum game. That wishing somebody else well-being, happiness, my mind thought, there's only so much happiness to go around. So if I'm wishing them happiness, I'm actually wishing myself to not be happy. So this might come up with the neutral person or the dear friend, anyone in this uh, exploration. This is a mistaken understanding, actually. Certain things, certain ways in which 
let's say our conventional ways of thinking about happiness may, this may have some truth to it. If our conventional ways of thinking about happiness have to do with having material things, getting a particular job or having a certain amount of, of uh, things in our lives. There are so many, only so many things to go around. But this kind of well-wishing we're, we're, at, we're offering is ease of heart and mind. Basic health and safety. This is not a limited commodity and actually as we begin to touch into this experience of well-wishing, we see it actually multiplies. When we see somebody else's happiness, we delight. touching into somebody else's struggle, we feel that struggle. And so the heart is very resonant with what it meets. Wishing somebody happiness, well-being, safety, is not counter to our wishing ourselves the same. So we'll explore this in a a little bit of a guided practice right now. And we're offering the instructions in these sittings. And you're welcome to play with the metta practice several times a day. There's different ways we can play with it. You might play with it at the beginning of a sitting or a couple of sittings a day. You might pick a sitting a day for it to be your metta sitting taking these instructions, like we offer the instructions in the morning in mindfulness, taking these instructions and incorporating them into your, into your practice. So settling into your posture here and now. And finding a uh, posture that feels relatively comfortable. It's really supportive in the metta practice for there to be some ease in the body. So you're welcome to shift, find a posture that feels comfortable, as comfortable as is possible. And allowing your attention to rest in the area of your heart. Just taking in how that area feels right now. And sometimes actually putting your hand on your heart can help you to connect with the sensations in that area. That's optional, but sometimes it's supportive. Maybe having a sense of breathing through or with the sensations in that area. Just taking in how you are in this moment. We'll begin, we'll begin the 
the practice with an easy being, sometimes called the benefactor. You may have chosen somebody the other day, but I did get an instruction that was really helpful for me around this being. Picking a being that makes you smile. It may be a human being, it might be a child, it might be a pet or an animal. I was particularly touched when I heard Bikuinalio describe he starts his metta practice by remembering these squirrels in Germany that have these tufted ears. Just softened his heart. So it doesn't even have to be a human being. A being that makes you smile. Taking a moment to reflect on something you appreciate about this being. This kind of reflection is said to be the proximate cause for metta, this reflection on appreciation, on the good. Holding this being in your heart, either with an image, if that's available, or maybe with their name. Sometimes, for me, I find just a sense of being with them, almost a kinesthetic experience of what it's like for that being to be in my space. I'm beginning to offer the wishes of kindness. May you be happy. May you be healthy. Each phrase, checking in, how does it land to express that wish? May you be safe. May you live with ease. Continuing for the next few minutes, exploring, offering these wishes of kindness and goodwill. this being.
If the mind wanders off into thought and loses touch, just returning, reconnecting with the being and beginning to continue expressing these wishes of goodwill. Letting go of this being and bringing yourself into mind. Their image of yourself or the sense of yourself sitting here. Connecting with yourself. Reflecting on something you appreciate about yourself. If this is difficult for you, it was for me, and it is for some number of us, I will offer you something to appreciate about yourself. You are here on this retreat with the intention, the wish to cultivate your hearts and minds. This is a rare quality in this world. It deserves your appreciation. Appreciating yourself for your intention to cultivate your heart and mind. If you can't touch into that even, maybe you can borrow my appreciation for you. Beginning to express yourself these wishes of goodwill. May I be happy. Feeling how that lands. May I be healthy. May I be safe. May I live with ease.
continuing for the next few minutes, exploring, wishing yourself thoughts of goodwill. If there's some challenges arising, wishing metta for yourself or for any being any time this happens, you can just see if you can keep going and hold that difficulty with the and. Yes, there's that difficulty and I wish myself well. And yet sometimes it can feel overwhelming. And if that happens, You're welcome to shift back to a being for whom it's easier to connect. That's part of how the metta practice works. We cultivate it where it's easy and begin to see how that can support us to expand it to where it's a a little more difficult. Now we're going to explore opening to this neutral person. Allowing yourself to connect with them, with an image or a sense of them, their name perhaps, if you know it. And sometimes I 
find a kind of a transition phrase between self and neutral person can be useful the first time through and of acknowledging just as I wish to be happy so too may you be happy this is a kind of a connection of this shared humanity just as I wish to be happy so too may you be happy and seeing how that lands what's the effect Just as I wish to be healthy, so too may you be healthy. Just as I wish to be safe, so too may you be safe. Just as I wish to live at ease, so too may you live with ease. Continuing to explore for the next few minutes, Offering these thoughts of goodwill for this being.
For the last few minutes of the sitting, I'd like to invite you to envision or invite your benefactor to join you with your neutral person, neutral being, yourself, your benefactor, or easy being your neutral person. And if it feels like your dear friend wants to join the party, they're welcome to come. Envision yourselves together. And envisioning all of you together, wishing each other well. May we all be happy. May we be healthy. Seeing again, how does this land? How does it feel to have the group of you make this wish together? A kind of acknowledgement of it not being just a wish for one being but that it does begin to filter out, ripple out. May we all be safe. May we all live with ease. And then envisioning this group of the four of you wishing all beings well. Remembering that all beings includes the four of you, includes yourself. May all beings be happy. This wish does not exclude your own wish for yourself to be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be safe. May all beings live with ease. Thank you for your metta practice. This is a much needed offering to ourselves and the world. So thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org.
donate.